We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to a special episode of Big Screen Sports. Today is the first and hopefully a long line of interviews we get to do on this podcast. Luke Edwards, who starred as Billy Haywood in Little Big League, was kind enough to take some time out of his day to go over the movie with me. I mentioned this on the episode where we covered Little Big League a few weeks ago, uh, but being a Minnesota Twins fan growing up, I absolutely love Little Big League, and being Billy Haywood was my dream. So it was really cool to just have the chance to talk uh, about the movie with Luke. He spent a couple decades acting and producing now. Uh, he's been in you know, Jeepers Creepers 2. He was in the second season of True Detective. And he's got a, a new movie uh, upcoming that uh, he'll, he'll mention in the, in the interview. But it was really cool to hear how fondly he still remembers and thinks of this movie you know, 25 plus years later. Make sure you're subscribing wherever you get your podcast and following on Twitter at big underscore screen sport and Instagram at big screen sports pod. Thursday this week, we've got the Sandlot with Lana Berry and we've got episodes on Tin Cup and Bad News Bears in the upcoming weeks. So let's get to today's interview with Luke Edwards from Little Big League. A few weeks ago, we covered Little Big League with guest Fred Siegel. Today, I'm happy to be joined by the star of the movie, Luke Edwards, who played Twins manager Billy Haywood. Luke, thanks so much for taking the time today, man. I really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. It's my pleasure. I think we praise the movie pretty effectively. Little Big League does a really good job of, of being baseball authentic, which is what we focus on in, in this podcast. Um, but before we get going with that, you know, since Little Big League, you've been steadily acting. You've been seen in uh, Jeepers Creepers 2, the second season of True Detective. Um, but before we dive into the movie, can you talk about anything you have coming up or, uh, where people should be on the lookout to, uh, to catch you on screen? Um, yeah, the, the, uh, the kind of the, one of the things that I have coming, uh, out still, um, I did a, I did a movie last year with, um, Thomas Nicholas from rookie of the year, um, was, was really fun. You know, he and I, uh, of course ran into each other a lot back in the day. Um, so it was nice to kind of, uh, reconnect with him and, and, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty different from the, the you know, the family fair. So, we, you know, we kind of get to do some different roles and stuff. So anyway, Two Titans of nineties baseball movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, he, he told me a funny story. Actually, I get, 
I get mistaken for him and his movie a lot. And I, I've always felt kind of weird about it. But he told me that the same thing happens to him. <laughs> really? That's 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 kind of strange there. I mean, they're similar movies. We even talked about it on the podcast, how they kind of get compared to each other. Yeah. Um, 90s baseball movies starring, you know, kids and, you know, around like 12 or so. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> we we also mentioned that that little big Lee tries to be a little more, a uh, little more baseball authentic than, right. uh, than rookie of the year does. Uh, right. you know, and you know, we, we talked about, you know, the, the movie put in a lot of effort, it seems like to be, um, to be baseball authentic. And we commended you, you played a really believable young baseball whiz. So what was the process for getting cast? Did they require any baseball background out of you? Cause you, you talk, talked it like you knew it. <laughs> Uh, no, none. Uh, all of my audition scenes, uh, I, I don't think any of them were, were about baseball. You know, I don't think it was any of the like, you know, high context baseball stuff rattling it off. It was really mostly the scenes like with my mom and with my grandpa and stuff like that. You know, all that, all that love for baseball really comes from uh, Andy and Adam you know, the, the writer and the director, um, they were, you know, their brothers, they, and they just love baseball so, so much so that, you know, I think they really wanted to make, you know, they, I mean, they're, they're students of the game, you know, so they really wanted to make a piece that, you know, sort of paid tribute to that. That's something that I really appreciate with this podcast. And you can tell with the movie, um, you know, we kind of on this pod, we kind of bash movies that, that don't put in the effort. And this one, this one clearly did. Everything looked, everything looked really good. Um, how much of the baseball action were you around for on set? Like the montages, filming game stuff? Um, you know, was, was that stuff you were present for or got to, got to see a lot of, or, you know, was that more done, you know, off when you weren't around? Yeah. I mean, mostly, mostly I wasn't around for it. I did get to see some, um, and it was it was cool to watch because I mean you you probably know but most of the guys who were you, you know the actors for the for the team were also real ball players you know so they really knew their they really knew their shit. Um, uh, oh, sorry, I don't know if I can. <laughs> oh no, no, go for it. Yeah, we okay. got the explicit tag. You're good to go, man. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, they you know they were great ball players. You know, I mean those those sequences which are you know they're kind of my favorite part of the movie. Um, you know, I mean, they were really doing all that stuff, you know, like, uh, Kevin Elster and all those guys, they were, they were, you know, they were, they were great ball players. Um, yeah, I think, uh, Scott Patterson was actually a first round pick. I know a couple of them got up to, got up to triple a and stuff. We, we talked about that too, how they, they cast ball players. And that makes a big difference when movies do that. Right. And that was, you know, that was a very specific choice for them. They were, you know, I think, um, I, I'm, I'm still, uh, friends with Tony Todd. I still see him around town. I'll, and uh, he told me about his audition process. He just showed up, you know, he didn't actually have an, a, an appointment to, to audition, but he just showed up with a friend and, um, and it was baseball tryouts, you know, and he was like, well, you know, he was like, shit, I'm a good baseball player. Let me, you know, let me show you what I got. Um, so they, you know, it was very specific. They were trying to really make sure that, that the guys that they're going to hire could really, you know, pull it off. Yeah. They, I mean, they did a good job of that. And then, but they got um, Timothy Busfield. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. I really don't know if I am. 
they got him to play Luke Collins. And I mean, you guys had a lot of scenes together and he's, I mean, he's obviously a great actor. He was in, you know, he's in field of dreams. He's in another classic sports movie. Do you know if he could actually play it all? Cause they made it look like he could swing the bat really well. He kind of resembled, uh, Joe Maurer, the, the future twin star. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, he would love to hear you say that. That's such a compliment. <laughs> uh, because he, you know, of all the, you know, of all the actors, you know, he was, he probably had the least baseball, you know, pro or, or, you know, pro baseball experience. So he got, he got coached a lot by guys, you know, to kind of improve the, the look of what he was doing. Um, but, you know, I think he, it, it was the, he had to do the most work of all of those guys, you know, to sell it. It seemed like they did do a lot of his swings in slow motion from an angle where it could have been a, a stunt double, but he, he, I mean, he was believable. It wasn't like, I mean, there are certain movies that you, you see the, the main characters of the guys who are supposed to be really good yeah. and they just, they just look awful. But yeah. uh, he was, he, you know, they, they did enough with him to where it looked believable, which is another reason why this movie really works why, why it's really enjoyable. If the baseball action hadn't been good, I, I don't know. It wouldn't have been as easy a watch as it is. Right. Um, right. So speaking of, of baseball action and, and them, you know, the casting they did, they brought in a ton of big leaguers. Uh, I've seen the picture of, I think you right next to Ken Griffey Jr. Did you get to meet a lot of the big leaguers? You know, cause I mean, they didn't just get big leaguers. Like they got the stars of, yeah. of the era for a lot of those scenes. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so I, at that time, um, I just, I wasn't really aware of who, you know, who was who. Um, so I did get to meet all those guys, you know, I had, I had scenes with some of them. <laughs> um, but, um, but uh, to be honest at the time, I didn't, I didn't know who they were. I didn't realize that like, you know, they were getting the star player of each team that we were, you know, uh, <laughs> Uh, playing it's it's only kind of since you, you know since uh, more recently that I look at that list of you know all the guys that they got and I'm I'm just blown away to meet all those guys and I'm blown away that they you know showed up to do a movie yeah it's pretty crazy I mean they went out and got everyone they possibly I mean they just they it was a loaded all-star team it was yeah it was yeah. crazy the the thing the other thing about that too that's interesting was this was during the summer so, you know, I, 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 it must've just been a scheduling nightmare, but they, yeah, I, it I, yeah, it's crazy. I see. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize you guys filmed during the summer. Yeah. I don't know. I can't imagine like playing a, playing a game and then having to go, go out to set and film a movie. That's pretty, that's wild. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. What were the most fun scenes for you to, to film with that movie? Cause you had a lot of interest. You had ones where you had to you know, to pull out some emotion, you know, obviously grandfather passes away in the movie. Um, but also some scenes where you're just the, uh, the initial, um, the scene where they're kind of quizzing Billy on his baseball savvy. Yeah. Uh, And then, and then scenes with the guys who are your age. So what, what do you remember now? Like what were your, your most fun scenes to film? Um, yeah, there was a lot of stuff. Um, I, I mean, I really liked being, you know, on the, on the field, it was, you know, it was just such a, a novelty for me to be on a, you know, to be in the Metrodome, you know, to be on the, the, the baseball field, on the football field. Um, so I, you know, I just really kind of liked being in there, but, um, 
you know, like you mentioned the, the stuff, uh, the baseball stuff with, uh, you know, with Kevin and, and John, that stuff was great. Um, in no small part, because those guys are both such pros. They're both such good actors that it was really fun to, to like, you know, work with them to kind of play and make those scenes. Um, the baseball stuff for me, you know, I, I, I'm, I am no kind of baseball expert, nothing nearing it. So, you know, I really was, I was just totally faking it. (laughs) Um, but I, you know, I, I think it works and, you know, I think that's mostly thanks to, uh, Andy. (laughs) Um, but yeah, those scenes were really fun, you know, uh, mostly just cause John, you know, John Ashton and Kevin Dunn were such, were such great guys. There was, they were a lot of fun to work with. In the movie, your your character is kind of like the odd man out, especially at first. He's a young, you know, he's a young kid managing a team of grown men. The cast itself was so that just basically meant that you were a young guy surrounded by an older cast of ball players. Was there, especially the guys who played? Was there any? Were they giving you tips on how to to you know do baseball things or seem more savvy or anything, or was it just you're reading the script and you're going for it, or were they kind of? Was it kind of like an actual team? Because you do have a lot of scenes interacting with you know all the players on the team, Bowers and Blackout and and all those guys. Yeah, um, I mean, they, you know, they were all um, all those guys were really um, you know generous with me. Uh, you know, uh, they they obviously just knew a lot more about you know all this stuff than I did. So they you know they were very kind to me in that way. Um, but um, most, you know, the, the, the baseball stuff, you know, in, 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 the, in the kind of specifics, you know, the, the details and stuff, that really was about, um, you know, Adam Scheinman and, and Andy, the, the, the writer and the director. They, you know, they just, I mean, they, they, you know, they came up with all this stuff, you know, all the, all the little, you know, and they're, you know, they love the game. So they, you know, they, they know the history and all that kind of stuff. So they were, you know, we had our kind of resident experts if you will you know um so so yeah i mean it really it really came from those two guys yeah i think that makes a huge difference with the movie um my fiance would kill me if i didn't ask you this she's a massive gilmore girls fan and needs to know if scott patterson is nice i can strike this from the record if uh <laughs> if you want to keep it on the dl but yeah, that was her when i told her where i was interviewing you she was like you gotta gotta ask gotta ask about scott patterson that's so funny who played man. uh mcgreevy yeah yeah well he was really nice to me <laughs> <laughs> But everybody was really nice to me, you know, on that set, honestly, you know, I, it's like, (laughs) that's, that's good enough for me. Yeah. I'll pass on, pass on the good news. (laughs) Um, I got to ask about a specific scene. Uh, I always wonder how actors deal with acting, you know, in, in awkward scenes or intimate scenes, just kind of awkward material. You have to film a scene where you're apologizing to your mother for watching uh, hotel movie uh, pay-per-view porn. <laughs> Night Nurses from Jersey. We talked about, when we did the podcast, we talked about just how funny that scene, how Billy's such a good friend that he, he downloads pay-per-view and, and calls his buddy to, to tell him about it. The night night. What is what is filming a scene where you're apologizing to your, your on-screen mother for watching hotel porn like? Uh, yeah, it's, it's awkward. <laughs> I can imagine. 
it's definitely awkward. Yeah, that's still it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Just the funniest thing when she gets the uh, the, the she she's just holding up the the bill and shows how many times Billy watched Night Nurses from Jersey. I think that's a really nice touch in the movie when you think about what it would actually be like for a twelve year old to have that kind of power. Right. <laughs> he can order it as many times as he wants. It's I, it's kind of cool. I actually got to bring um I you know I I do some producing work also and mm-hmm. one of one of the first films I produced, I got to hire uh, Ashley Crow. On, really? And, yeah, we had a, another scene together under very different circumstances, but it was great to you know uh, w- work with her again because she's she's great. Have you gotten to work with anyone else from the movie? Over, I mean, I'm sure you know your career stretched over 20 years now. Um, I'm you know I'm sure you've run into any you know you already said you you've run into some people. Have you gotten to work with anyone else from the movie? Uh, you know, on a regular basis or, or at all? Um, mainly as far as little big league, um, it's mainly just, uh, John Ashton and we actually worked together before little big league. Um, he was, he was in a, a, uh, TV mini series that I, I did that was kind of my first real job. Um, and he, uh, he, he, uh, played my dad in that one. Okay. And then he, then he plays your, plays your pitching coach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So we kind of, you know, I mean, uh, he's also a guy that I, I see around town here and there. And, and uh, you know, we we always, you know, uh, hang out and reminisce a little bit, you know, because. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's a lot there to, to bring up and rehash. Exactly. Uh, when we when we end each episode, when we're kind of breaking down a movie, we talk about. Um, I kind of asked the guests what what they would have done to improve the movie and, you know, either from a plot point or a sports point. Is there anything you would have done to improve Little Big League? Is there anything you would have changed thinking back on it, you know, 25 years later? Anything you would have changed with the movie? <laughs> so uh, that's, a, you know, it's such a difficult question. I Creatively, I don't think I, w- I personally would change anything about it um you know more than anything because you know uh, those guys are such passionate baseball fans i gotta believe that they you know are gonna get a baseball movie right um i will say the only thing i would change is i would probably uh, encourage them to release it on a different weekend (laughs) (laughs) so what Um, what did it line up with because we might have done better i wish i could tell you i don't know um uh, the, one of the producers uh, uh, told me a story that they, um, you know, uh, studios do, do audience testing before they release a movie. Um, in the testing of this film, it, it scored higher than any other film they had tested, uh, you know, for, for the studio. And I'm not sure which studio this is exactly. This might have been Castle Rock. Um, but they, it, it scored higher than any film they had done. And so they came, they were coming out of the gate with a lot of confidence and decided to release it, you know, on, uh, you know, uh, against the kind of a bigger movie. And um, yeah, (laughs) the rest is history. Um, I'm looking right now and it it looks like Speed was in theaters when it was released. Oh, okay. Which, Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, Speed gets me speed locks me to my couch every time it's on tv so. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hard uh, but to... when but when mlb network puts on little big league i'm locked to my couch as well well uh, yeah, you know, man that's awesome all, <laughs> yeah it's an all-timer i mean i showed it it was the when when i did my rewatch before 
uh, before the episode. My fiance had never seen it, and she loved it. Um, so it's still, you know, 25 years later, it still holds up. The last question I'll ask you before um, I'll let you get out of here, would you have rather had the Twins win? The last <laughs> no. game? No, no. You, you me like me personally, no. That was one of my favorite things about the script. I loved, you know... It, it meant so much to me, you know, it was like they go, you know, they, they kind of, they bond, you know, and they, and they band together and they kind of go on this run, you know, because they're having, because they're having a good time, you know, of course, but it's not, you know, the, the, the nuts and bolts of it that, you know, the team is not a, a world series team, you know, and I always, I, I just always really liked that. I always felt like, you know, that was I, you know, I just felt like it lived more in the world of reality. You know, of course, you know, uh, 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 you know, a 12-year-old manager, baseball manager, it's like we're definitely not in the world of reality. But I, I just really appreciated that. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. But I'm also a fan of, of films that don't necessarily have, you know, happy endings. Yeah, I think we said the same thing when we recorded. Is it? It was a little. And I mean, and when we talk about reality with this movie, I think we did a caveat beginning saying you just have to accept that a twelve-year-old can manage the Minnesota Twins and then go from there. <laughs> right. You just have to accept that that's a thing that can happen in this world. But I, I like you said, like I, I like when sports movies, you know, don't end. Like, there's a lot of great sports movies. One of the great things about sports is that it teaches you how to lose and how to deal with disappointment. Right. And, um, right. Right. you know, plus you get the you get the awesome scene at the end, Billy coming out for the uh, for the curtain call. Right. Which, yeah. uh, <laughs> which, which is pretty cool. That was a you know, that was a very intense scene. Um, that was a real game. That was that was fan appreciation night. Really? Um, yeah. And they, uh, you know, every other every other sequence we did, we just had we had extras and, and um, we actually had these cardboard cutouts people that would like live up in the stands anyway uh that was the only time where it was like performing in front of you know a whole crowd and they you know they sell, sold out the stadium and you know we had to walk out there we had to do it a couple different times you know walk out in front of this huge audience that was uh it was terrifying <laughs> that might have been the only time the uh the twins sold out that year so <laughs> right um, yeah yeah i can't yeah. i can't even imagine i i played in front of a couple thousand people one time and i wanted to pee my pants so i can't even yeah. imagine walking out in front of uh <laughs> in front of all those people yeah. Luke, i i appreciate it so much you coming on to talk about this movie um tell the listeners again um you know what you have coming up and where they can find you on social media if if you so wish oh yeah um well, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. So on. you could just search my name and, I'll, you know, it, it, it pops up. Um, as far as stuff coming out, this, this movie with uh, Thomas Nicholas is called Adverse. Um, and they're still working on it. I don't, I don't know if we have a release date or anything like that. But, um, yeah, just keep that one in mind. Well, we will. And thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. My pleasure. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. 
Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.